Howdy guys, Lucky here. The third installment on history and how we can draw it to today's societies is the rise and fall of big empires. Now I can't recall the name of the book, but there was this interesting reading of following the money and following big governments. And how over a period of 100 to 200 years in modern times, understanding the trail of money and how really big governments are funded by how much is in the bank account can tell us we can follow that trail back to them ultimately failing. So where I'd like to begin with is if you follow the Portuguese Empire, they are very strong seafaring people and there are Portuguese influences across the world as we are today in 2021. The time recording is the 4th of October today. And if you think about the Portuguese Empire, I didn't learn a lot about this in high school not even through university, but over time with self-education and reading, just self-interest, you can see that the Portuguese, well, who speaks Portuguese across the world right now? Well, Brazil is a massive country in South America, and there's, other, I think, the Portuguese-speaking uh, uh, Caribbean islands in Africa. There's some countries there that speak Portuguese. And one of the first settlers that European navigators that arrived in Australia was actually actually a Portuguese fella. They're very interesting. So from the 1400s to let's call it the 1500s, that's the hundred years or so where the Portuguese Empire was the leader of the day. Now what happened was with all these expeditions and with running a government that's becoming quite strong and leading, it's very costly. And I'm going to draw to modern day society shortly, but Going back 600 years or so, Portugal was the leader of the day. Now, with the monarchies at the time, the kings and queens who ran countries, it wasn't a democratically elected parliament that we see today, but um, yes, these absolute monarchies that ran the show. As Portugal became overwhelmed, who were next on board? Okay, well... Spain, right next door, was the next big superpower that rose out of the Portuguese ashes. And with Spain, what do we see for about 200 years almost, from the 1500s to the 1700s? Well, we saw the conquistadors who went and explored and basically, uh, what's the word, conquered a lot of South America. How many... In the Latin countries, how many of them are Spanish-speaking? Well, if they had learnt a bit of navigations from their Portuguese neighbours, they would have gone and explored around the same areas, wouldn't they? So, what would have happened is, and, and apart from the Portuguese outposts around Africa, you also have Macau. And Macau is in South East Asia, and that's a Portuguese port. There's also... Uh, an Indian Portuguese port and it's named Goa G-O-A so sorry to backtrack there a little bit but you've got these Portuguese ports Portugal falls over Spain steps up then they take over the show and they'd go and explore a lot of areas that okay their neighbour has previously explored in the last hundred years so where would they go? the same sorts of areas so they went to South East Asia and where do they speak Spanish? well a lot of it 
Philippines. If you look at South America, they must have thrown a lot of effort in South America because most of them in this region, Central America, Mexico, most of South America, the majority, speak Spanish. Then over time, again, all these explorations, spending heaps of money government-wise, taxing the people, people starting to get fed up. Spain starts to falter and they fall. Well, who's the next big power to rise? France, Napoleon. So Napoleon starts to rise and you can see that years and years of bureaucracy, the people are starting to get very fed up. So the French Revolution happens, the guillotine pops out, people lose their heads. And then the French start a new theorem of ideas, which influence a lot of other people over time, people like Karl Marx and Voltaire and lots of deep thinkers. And after the French Revolution and Napoleon, from the 1700s to the 1800s, where the French were the leaders, they too started to falter. Your society was really breaking apart and there was a lot of groupthink and you know, troubles with the middle class, the bourgeoisie. So then France, France starts to falter and they become the French Republic. And who rises out of the ashes? Well, the British Empire. And if you think about the British Empire from the 1800s to the 1900s, how many English-speaking countries are there around the world? Most of Africa. Most of Europe. Parts of Asia. Parts of the Americas. North America. And with the French conflict with the English, you know, I forgot to mention that there's a Canada too, so you can see that there's some uh, origins there. You've got uh, some origins in Africa of the Dutch, the French, the German, and the English in South Africa. But what I'm pointing to is the annals of time and how it affects or how we can draw a straight line from that to where we are now. So the British Empire, very strong, very sea, strong seafaring people. Um, you know, a lot of conflicts in New Zealand, in Australia, in the UK. The American uh, Civil Revolution, Civil Wars after the American Revolution. You know, what a time. And from the 1800s to the 1900s, again, the cost of wars and big conflicts, the World War, this young nation, America, that took 200 years for it to, to become an independent country. Well, when they came in to save the day, you could, you could say they were the next big superpower. And you've got the American Empire from the 1900s to the 2000s. And if you look at the rise and fall of all these empires, what really caused them to fall? If they had strong seafaring navy and strong armies but yet they failed a lot of it were taxes people being upset with how they were being governed and not being able to afford the services that the government promised basically so you can pretty much one of those three things would be the main reasons why these empires faltered and if you look now at current day events the American empire with how much debt that they openly talk about trade deficits and they're talking about the instability of markets and the endless wars all across the world and all the conflicts 
and not from a political viewpoint, just from, again, a comparison of time and being a student of history. You can see that history may not repeat itself, but it often rhymes. And with the eventual rise and fall of big empires, you wonder what it may look like with the eventual fall of an empire and who would be the next rising empire. And some people think it's the rising dragon of the east and I would dispute that myself. So something to think about how it may affect you, how it affects us here in Australia, 4th of October 2021. More thoughts on this as it comes to me, but I thought with, like all things, let's review history. Have a great day.